as we enter spring and Easter comes closer, how are you doing? Are you excited to get outside and join the world or is it the opposite? Do the things that once had meaning around spring have meaning now? You know, the changes of seasons and holidays are milestones in general. But when you're going through grief, that word milestone doesn't bring happy or positive feelings. It usually brings increased sadness and sometimes even dread. These reminders, they're like gut punches and they have the potential to throw you back into the pit of despair once again. It makes you feel like you've made no progress in your healing. Today we're going to talk about spring in general, but we'll also talk about the holiday of Easter that makes spring even better or worse depending on where you are in your journey. I'll share some truths from the Bible that will help you stay focused on God to stay present in your life and out of that pit. You are making progress regardless of how the season or the holiday make you feel. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. Our verse for the week is John 11:25 and 26. And it says, you don't have to wait for the end. I am right now resurrection and life. The one who believes in me, even though he or she dies, will live. And everyone who lives believing in me does not ultimately die at all. Do you believe this? That is the message version. In your grief journey, you're going to find that there are a lot of things that remind you of your loss again and again. And not in the, oh yeah, I remember kind of way. These reminders are gut punches and they have the potential to throw you back into the pit of despair once again. Seasons and holidays are two milestones you will encounter in your journey and after. And before we go further, I feel like someone needs to hear this. You may be hurting right now. You might even be in that pit. And all you want is a moment of relief from the pain. And a moment of feeling like you did before your loved one died. There are so many questions of why this happened. Normal, good, and happy, they seem so far away right now. But you need to know that you are not alone. And the pain you feel today will not last forever. Right now, it might feel like a knife to your heart, but over time, with your participation, the knife won't have a sharp point. 
You'll never stop thinking about them and you'll always carry them with you. But later, you're going to be able to smile without the painful tears when you think about them. All right, back to the milestones of seasons and holidays. Each one can make you feel like you are starting all over again in your grief process. And sometimes a season and a holiday go hand in hand, like with spring and Easter or winter and Christmas. Today, we'll talk about spring in general, but we'll also talk about the holiday of Easter that makes spring even better or worse, depending on where you are in your journey. I'll share some truths from the Bible that will help you focus on God and stay out of that pit. You know, we all have memories associated with every season. In spring, it may be planting flowers, playing ball, taking trips, and just spending more time with friends and family. As a new season begins, it's yet another and tangible reminder of your loss. The first two spring seasons in my journey were completely unwelcomed. I was angry that spring came because it was too soon for new life to begin outside. I wanted to continue living in winter where the gray sky matched my emotions and the cold weather allowed me to hibernate or more honestly to isolate myself. The grass was starting to grow and the half acre lot needed to be cut. More anger here because, <laughs> because Monica and I did that together. I cut the grass and she did the weed eating and edging. I think I told myself I was going to cut the grass for two weeks before I even attempted it. And just like with my first grief group, it was ugly. I got on the lawnmower and as soon as I headed towards the fence, I saw those stupid elephant ear plants starting to grow. <laughs> In a second, I was transformed to the moment she bought the bulbs and how she didn't even plant them. She had them for a year and they were dried up and withering before she put them in the ground. So neither of us had any hope they would grow. How the heck are they growing and she's not here to see it? It's not fair. Why am I doing this by myself? Why is everyone else enjoying their lives and I'm stuck here overwhelmed by everything? I was bawling. I continued riding around in circles, crying and not caring who saw me or who heard me. I told God how much I resented it and how it was wrong. So you can imagine that after cutting grass and then doing the weed eating and the edging, how exhausted I must have been. But that didn't come from the work. It came from the crying. I was done for the day, but I do remember looking over the yard, smelling the cut grass and smiling as I thought about how proud Monica would have been. If you're feeling the pressure of spring to go out, to be more social, to keep up with the yard or whatever it is, that's normal. You're not going backwards. You're not starting over. You're doing just fine. What is up to you now is if you will engage in your world and in the world at large, or if you're going to stay in the bed or on the couch. Please be mindful that these decisions are important. Anything you can do to move physically will help you move emotionally. Any movement you take toward God will help you spiritually. And the physical, the emotional, and spiritual, they're all a part of you as a whole. So the point is, anything you can move on 
will help you stay out of the pit. It's so easy to say tomorrow. But let's kind of get rid of that word from the vocabulary and do just a little something today. You know, this earth has beauty, but it also has pain and sickness, sadness and hate and tragedy. And it has searing and profound loss, which you may be feeling today. I found that grief made me less afraid to die. Actually, I was so ready to go. I wasn't suicidal, but I did ask God to let me die, to let me be in heaven rather than here. It didn't happen, and that made me mad too. <laughs> but that was because I only saw pain. I only felt lost, and I couldn't see a future that looked any different. This is where Easter and the resurrection is the game changer for hope. I knew Jesus had felt grief as a human, and God understood loss as he sent Jesus to that cross. I also knew that Jesus was resurrected and is with God again. So I thought my grief was worse <laughs> because Monica didn't come back to life. Oh, wait, wasn't I given that same hope? You know, a lot of people don't understand the significance of Easter, but even those who don't attend church regularly feel the need to go to church on that Easter Sunday. Jesus started with 12 disciples. When he was crucified, there was about 120 followers in the upper room. Today, over 2.3 billion or one in three people in the world claim to be Christians. How did that happen? It was the resurrection. The resurrection split history into BC and AD. Your date of birth is based on the year, month, and day from the resurrection. That's amazing. That's significant. The hope is we as Christians don't fear death as others might. We also know that death is not the end. And according to the Bible, we are only here for a short while compared to eternity. No more sickness or death or mourning or crying or pain because all will be made new. And it's not going to look like on television with everyone wearing white robes and playing harps. Heaven is indescribable. We don't even have the ability to imagine it. We'll see colors that aren't even here on earth. Imagine the very best day of your life. Remember the emotions you felt? Well, that will be nothing compared to your days in heaven. 1 Corinthians 2 says, No eye has ever seen no ear has ever heard, and no mind has ever imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. You need that confidence right now. You need that confidence on the days that are hard or sad or dark or filled with pain. And I know that me saying this doesn't take away your pain. It doesn't change the daily walk of grief that you have to do, but it should give you hope or confidence of your faith. It should remind you that your day-to-day -day will not be your forever, and your forever will be with your loved ones, and it will be amazing. In the meantime, remember who holds your future. Build your hope and your faith by building relationship with God. Remember, it's the pray and read part, and because it's spring, your journey work for this week is to go outside Take a walk, put your hands in the dirt, 
feel the sun on your face and know that your life, however it is right now, has purpose or you wouldn't still be here. Happy Easter indeed. And for your song, we're going to go old school with two hymns I grew up with. One, The Blood, and the other one, Because He Lives. Please watch the YouTube video of C.C. Wynan singing these two powerful songs. Oof, seriously, watch it. Come join us in the Grief Group for Christian Women Facebook community. The link is in the show notes, or you can find it on the Grief to Great Day website. And if you need more support, consider joining a grief group, get coaching or counseling. It will help you. If you don't have a church home, as always, visit mychurchopendoorchurch.com. And keep on coming back to the house. Keep sitting on the couch and keep taking steps, however small, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.